Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Big Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Big Friends Vitiligo Support Community. We are a nationally recognized support organization. We're delighted to come to you uh, with our show. My show is entitled The Journey with Vitiligo, where I interview members of our community as they share with us their journey of living with vitiligo. Our shows are being sponsored by My Vitiligo's team. And right now I ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy my show. Thank you. Well, happy Sunday to all of you, wherever you're listening to us from across the globe. Welcome to Vic Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, and today I have a very special guest with me, my partner in life, the person that I said I do to uh, many, many years ago, the father of my two sons. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to my show, The Journey with Vitiligo, None other than my husband, Roy Molyneux. Hello, Roy. Hello. Welcome. You have never done this, so let's let's get in and have a little bit of conversation with our audience that are listening to you in London, Africa, the Caribbean, our friends in Trinidad and Tobago, wherever they're listening to us from. Let's have a little conversation. And why I wanted to do this is because so many people are shocked, sort of shocked, when I say that my husband um, have um, vitiligo as well. So let's jump in and have a brief conversation to bring folks up to speed with where we are. When you met me some, well, actually 40 years ago, did I have vitiligo? No, you didn't have. And uh, in 20, uh, 2002, I saw the spot. I was concerned. I went to the doctor, and I was diagnosed. And I felt lost, broken, hurt. I felt some of everything you can imagine. What did you think of me with my spots as the spots started to progress? What did you think of me? Well, I didn't think too much. We're just trying to find out what was going on and why you're having these spots. So I didn't know what it is. You didn't know. So we were just searching for some answers. Yes. And lo and behold, the answers came that it was um, something for which there is no known cure. I was offered the light treatment. I was offered some um, steroid um, cream to apply, none of which worked. And I just, the spot started coming even more. And I I was embarrassed, um, afraid to go out in the public, so I cut back a lot of what I was doing. But one of the concerns that some members of your family had was the fact that is this something that you can get? 
and I love how you stood strong with me on this. Can you share a little about that experience? Well, for one, um, I didn't know if it was contagious or what. So we would just take it one day at a time and see how everything goes. But Well, at first, I the couldn't... doctor told us it was not. So we were, we were convinced that it was not. But your family, what was your family? You remember any of that? I know it's been a long time, but. Well, my family, they thought that I was get my um, little lager from you. It was something that I could catch from you. And um, the bottom line is this, I couldn't catch it from you. So, um, exactly. Exactly. And I loved how we stood strong together. And I, one of the doctors we went to said, um, I think just for some counseling, said that, you know, we obviously, you obviously loved me so much that you were kind of like taking on some of the burden um, that I was carrying in that shortly, what what did you say, about two years later? Tell our friends when did your vitiligo appear? Well, my vitiligo started like two or three years after. Uh, my vitiligo started in 2005, and I think you was 2002. So, um, seeing you have your vitiligo and I get my vitiligo, um, it was a little much easier for me to accept because mm. I already seen it with you and live with you. So, um, <laughs> we're just taking it one day at a time and just go with the flow. I love it. I, nothing, I love it. nothing I could do about it. Yes. So yeah. we were just going day by day and see ways go from there. Supporting and, each other, um, encouraging. Yeah, one we support another. each other and just go with it. There's yeah. nothing we could do. There's nothing. I didn't let it bother me too much. Mm-hmm. I just. You know, I didn't let it bother me too much. Um, I say what it is is what it is. I say it could be worse. And if yeah. if that what it is, there's nothing I could do about it. I just try well, to live my life. Let our friends know that uh, we're both um, of Caribbean heritage. Um, you are from a family of nine. I am from a family of nine. On my family... I did. I called those in London. I called those in um, several islands in the Caribbean, and nobody saw it, heard of it. Nobody has vitiligo. Why don't you tell the folks that are listening to us your side? Yeah, my side, um, I have a big family, about nine of us. None of us did have it, never seen it before. Don't know where it's come from. So it was a mystery. Yes. That's a good word. It totally was a mystery. And, you know, you stood strong. I thank God for that because for me, I would honestly acknowledge that I fell into depression and fell in, 
falling into depression means I didn't want to do much of anything. I would go to work because I had to get that money, and I would go to church because I was involved in some things. But as far as the neighborhood where I was very active in the neighborhood meetings and the neighborhood associations, active in um, different programs in the city, hosting an annual Valentine's for folks that go to church, um, you know, I, I cut back on everything. And so I love the way you took it so strong. Uh, somebody there for me to lean on. It was incredible having that kind of support system because guess what? A lot of people don't have that. What do you say to that? Yeah, um, it was good that um, I was here because I didn't take it uh, that to heart like you. You were really off the chart with it, but for me, I stay strong, and um, I didn't let it bother me too much. Um, I just go with the flow. I know people will then look at me, which I expect, or ask questions, and um, I just laugh sometimes when they ask me questions. I just tell them what it is, it's a lago. Sometimes they ask, what's wrong with your skin? I say I'm turning white. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just go with it. I I didn't. And I applied to go out. I go anywhere. I I didn't. I I didn't care. Nothing I changed for you. And I didn't care. Who Nothing changed for you. Your shots. Nothing. Nothing changed for me. <laughs> I go out in shots. Well, I, I, we don't have much time because this is just a short conversation and I can see that my clock is chiming down. I just wanted to throw in, um, in 2007, you accompanied me. We met um, the Rossies out of New York and Millicent out of New York, out of Connecticut, and um, that Reverend Perry out of Houston, and we met up in uh, Virginia for the, uh, the annual Bill Igo conference. And since that date, we have been doing um, supporting conferences. What's your take on conference? We have four minutes on this clock. What is your take on these conferences that we've been doing? Well, this conference is one of my bright lights. I enjoy going to this conference and meet sisters and brothers, my sisters and brothers with Picalago. And that's my best joy to see all of us together. No one sorry for the self. We are all in the same boat. We all look at each other, laugh at each other. That's my best time. It's with the Lago Conference. That's my best <laughs> time. Well, for those that are listening, again, this is just a brief conversation with my husband, Roy Molyneux. Um, we've been um, on this journey of love and friendship for some 40 years with two amazing sons that are teachers. What would you say to someone, Roy, who's out there with a life that's, you know, they're making it complicated because they have vitiligo? What would you say to somebody with the last three minutes that we have about enjoying life even with vitiligo? Tell them. Well, I know it's a lot of people out there that 
don't like the South because of the Vitalado. But you got to continue to live your life. You can't, we can't go back on nothing. We just leave everything up to God. You can't change nothing. So just live your life. Go out. People can look at you. Keep your head up. Go where you want. Go do what you want to do. What it is is what it is. It could could be worse. And it's only I because you, of, you still have your life. I thank you, baby, for your words. Like I said, folks are listening. And we want to say from the Molyneux and from our VIT Friends community, something that we built uh, together in 2009, and here we are in 2022, still going strong as a community, and all that we've been able to accomplish, um, I could not have done it without you. Um, Nights when I told folks in 2016, pulling my hair out to try to pull um, a D.C., Capital Steps Rally together, which was the inaugural um, rally here in the U.S., uh, pulling that together and having you there to lean on, to cry on when I was pulling my hair out. I thank God for you. I declare that I love you, and may we successfully continue to do another 40 years. God bless you. Thank you, baby. I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, brief conversation with my husband. And to all of you out there in Radio Land, uh, this is Vit Friend Podcast. can be heard on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Facebook um, Podcasts, and so many other places. We just welcome your comments, your suggestions. Uh, we love you, bless you, and hoping to see lots of you at the upcoming conference. In Minnesota, more details on our website, bitfriends.org, for details. God bless you. Have a great week. Bye-bye for now.